This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you were listening to That's the Ticket. Today I'm very pleased to uh, welcome a butt of many a joke on uh, TTT back to the show. Uh, Connor Maxwell uh, is joining me today, along with a local improv legend and person who really should have been on That's the Ticket before episode 153. Uh, Luke Hollows is here and... um, Connor and Luke are um, hopefully going to give me the inside scoop on the recently returned improv uh, combat series, Kilda Team. Hey, hello. Um, how are we how are we doing? How are we feeling? Good, good, yeah. The the pause and check with each other before you answer the question was the best part of that. Over the past week and a half, uh, three of the four team captains were a little sick. Mm. Oh, okay. So on the very tail end of that, well enough to perform, but. Okay. You know, I just had to do it. It was a little chicken. Yeah. All right. A little friendly chicken. Yeah. yeah. You know those times when you ask someone, you know, how are you feeling? And they just answer without really thinking about it. We, we thought about it. You know, we, we care about you enough to give you an honest answer. Respect, actually, because that's, <laughs> that's immediately off topic. But, like, you know, there's certain people in this world who, like, when they see you, they'll say, how are you, instead of hi. Mm. And it causes, or like, kia ora, or hey, I prefer a what's up, but... Um, mm. Like, people be like, in passing, they'll be walking past you, and they're like, how are you? And I'm like, you either say good or you don't answer at you all. You time, hey, to go into it. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, oh. you know, I, I don't understand it. If you're one of those people, please call in. Don't call in. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it always intrigues me. Yeah. But um, thank you for taking the time to answer. Uh, I am sorry to hear that you had some sickness yeah. amongst your captains, but um, back in fighting shape. I mean, you're already one round down, so I assume everyone's back in fighting shape. Yes, yes. Or, an, or enough. Adrenaline helped, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it always does it. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's a nice segue into uh, improv combat. And uh, when is it? What is it? Where is it? How is it? How does it work? Um, and I guess maybe we could tack on who the team captains are as sure, well. Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll let Luke explain improv combat. Um, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have. Yeah, you you an OG, Luke. <laughs> yeah, I saw some photos pop up from 10 years ago, and I was like, that wasn't even the first year. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't realize it had been that long. But basically, mm. it is a bunch of creative, clever people from the community coming together and making stuff up as you give them suggestions in a show format similar to whose line is it anyway or yeah yeah lots of fun so obviously you guys talked about teams yes so there's there's multiple groups of you guys going head to head yeah so the combat side of things um yeah the similar to whose line the competition doesn't really matter neither do the points we're all friends we all train together Mm. but um in the last few weeks we've split into four teams based on availability and in some cases based on like chemistry or you know who knows who um and we will have our own little um themes or characters that we're bringing to the improv so 
layering on top of the actual improv in the games, we have this these team rivalries and these team characters that will hopefully sustain us throughout the the, um, the show and really um, make people want to come and see certain matchups because of how much we like or dislike each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say my money's on Luke or Luke's team. I mean, who else yeah. is in your yeah. team, actually? Uh, I have Selena. I'm not going to do surnames. Just I'm not too sure if everybody wants to be... No, nah, fair, fair. Outed, but uh, Selena, John, Sally, Jeremy. Okay. And um, who have you got, Connor? I've got an interesting team. Um, I've got my younger brother, um, okay. Sam Maxwell, will be on, on um, in the team. I've got two of our high school students from all sorts, which I think we might talk about yes, later yeah, on. Yes, yeah, we'll touch on um, that for sure. Michael Ranapetti and Sylvie Keatley. Uh, I've got Ross McLeod on my team. Oh, um, yeah. He'll be coming in um, just after Full Monty finishes. Yes. And Sam Armstrong, who is another um, local performer who's been in quite a few shows this year. So a, a mixed match of big, weird dudes and a couple of really talented <laughs> kids. <laughs> okay. And... Um, so there's your guys' teams, mm. and then there's two other teams led by... Benny and Caroline. Okay. Friends of the show. Mm, yeah, yeah. Everyone is essentially a friend of the show. Luke is a new friend of the show. Thank you. Um, always happy to make new friends. You already seem cooler than Connor, so, you know. See, I, I was really thinking I wouldn't get roasted while I was on the show, because now I can talk back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And despite being an improv person, all I can think of is no you and crying. So I just, I'm not really that good at thinking of my feet, okay. apparently. We've got, we've, got, we've got the rest of the show. Yeah. But um, there's a nice kind of tie in thinking on your feet, because that's essentially the basis of improv combat, mm. which I hugely admire. But also, when I put, imagine myself in that situation, it fills me with fear. You know, and I mean, I guess you guys are used to it because mm-hmm. you have been around for a bit. A lot of your teams, you've got people who have been, been around for, for a bit and then people who have been training with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So we had um, the All Sorts system, which we started last year, Project All Sorts for high schoolers, has produced a couple in our teams. And um, a large number came from social improv, which we mm. um, Caroline started um, earlier this year. And some of them are people who um, used to do improv combat or used to do improv with, with Ross or Apocalypse Lounge or just socially or with Jim mm. Fishwick when he was around. Yeah, or different parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. We've got ones from Raglan. We've got ones from um, who've done it down in Dunedin or down in Christchurch. And so very few of them are brand new to improv, but mm. brand new to us. And so our first session with – we had put 20 or so at our first social improv session. And just seeing the talent – you know, they, they brought games to us we'd never heard of, and it was nice for us to be a bit in the back foot. Um, Luke and I have talked a lot about how we've spent yeah, almost two years now um, training high schoolers as well as doing theatre sports, as well as doing coaching, and we get to play now. Yeah. And it's, it's been a long time. <laughs> I, I will say, because it's like, yeah, yeah, I see you guys around mm. a lot um and i actually i remember when i was at high school i never competed but i would always go and i always remember y- you luke at those kind of i mean i i feel like you did a bit of everything eh it's been a number of years that i've been emceeing yeah no. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> well i'm like yeah you MC, but did, did you ever coach any teams or anything like that or were you always just emceeing uh, like little coaching help out yeah you know help out for because i just feel like you were just always thing. there yeah anything anything yeah. improv in hamilton i was keen for yeah whether it be like some of the long form things with yeah. the students um that we did with uh through ross miller mm. um a few years ago or yeah improv combat hot mess mm. anything like that i'm keen for 
Yeah, because, I mean, if we were going to, like, you said that you had, like, a Facebook memory or something from 10 years ago and it wasn't even the first one. Do you mm. remember when you started? Like, what year? Ooh. No. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I know it's, it's putting you on the spot, but, like... Uh, it would probably be 12 Ooh. years ago, I think. That's a, that's a long time. Of putting yeah. yourself in a stressful situation, but it's like, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, I don't want to discourage any uh, listeners right now who are thinking about giving improv a go. Mm-hmm. Do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I think a lot of people get introduced to it in high school as well. They get a, yeah. a little sample of it, and if you see a show or something, you might, um, I don't know, you might think, hey, that's something that I can do, or maybe it's something that you remember really enjoying. So it's something that you can jump back into. Certainly everybody that came to the... Um, all sorts, adults workshops, that or, or you know the coaching sessions. What would you call them? Like, yeah, they guess their workshops. Yeah, yeah. And um, they all say, "Oh, I'm a little bit rusty. I haven't done it in ten years." But man, two games in, yeah, and they were that bounced right back. Mm. So I mean, it is it is really great that there's the opportunity to engage with improv outside of like. Uh, school improv, like, yeah, and that's, that's not it. me shading on secondary school improv because I think it's great. And, um, yeah, so many fond memories of going to, as I say, not even participating, just going to watch. Like, I just used to go support my mates and watch. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I just think it's really awesome that there's the opportunity to kind of take it up to the next level. And, you know, that there are people like you guys kind of driving this. I mean, it's, it's probably, I mean, even with your four teams for Improv Combat, there's probably a bit of admin. Yeah, yeah, that's mostly been been my side. Um, (laughs) It's just like, what? (laughs) I can. Some of the admin. Yeah, yeah, you're certainly. He sent an email, guys. uh, The good 75, 80, 85, 90% of it's been on Connor's shoulders. Which is fine. Um, We got lucky and also unlucky in some cases because social improv was going to just be that. And um, we had a couple of sessions. I I, I lied to you earlier when I said the the first session at 20 or so. That was literally the third session. That was after we announced that social improv was going to feed into combat Mm. because we had, I think, three or four at our first one (laughs) and then even less at the next one. And then suddenly we went on Hamilton's group and said, this is going to be leading into combat, and then it blew up. Um, Because we thought, you know, people will want to come and just um, play around and see if they're good. But as soon as there was a show attached to it, more people are keen. And I I respect that, because we're adults. We don't have much time. Yeah. Um, And um, playing improv is fun. And when I I left high school, I did a couple of years of social improv with um, Apocalypse Lounge and Ross McLeod and Brendan West and those kind of dudes. And um, that was all good, but we did go, okay, where's, where's this going? You know, we're not, we don't have a show planned. We're just doing this for fun. Awesome. But um, you end up giving a lot, a lot of time to, uh, to something that doesn't really – you don't get to show off to anyone. You don't get an audience to You're laugh. You're making the same it. people laugh. Yeah. Mm. And the audience, you know, that's, that's half of the show. They, um, the way, what they give us in terms of ask for is what they respond and how we respond to them. That's such a big part of the show. And so it's really good to be able to take a couple of socials and then say, right, we have a competition coming up. Um, and all but two or three have decided they want to perform with us in the teams. And that's been great. We've got about 20, 23, 24 people in our um, wow. overall cast, which is nuts, eh? That's great. That's awesome for improv. And actually... Um, you know, you were talking, Connor, about how the audience plays such a kind of vital part in this. Mm-hmm. This is a nice little segue into how it works or how the audience involvement works. Because you guys are facing off in a range of improv 
what do we call them? Uh, exercises isn't the right word. Improv games? Yeah. yeah games. Or improv yeah. challenges? Bit of both, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, how does that all work? Like, the games are set, but you need the audience's input to make them work? Yes. Um, so a big part of improv, um, the theatre sports style, the whose line style, um, which we, you know, I think we all kind of base our, our comedy off and then um, work with as we go through, um, is the idea of the ask for. Mm. So we ask for something from the audience. So we have a game and the game has rules and, you know, Luke as an MC is the expert at explaining these rules. I've had a few social sessions where I've explained a gaming then gone, did you get that? And Luke said, We'll play it. They'll get it. <laughs> and uh, it's been helpful. Um, but yeah, um, we have the, the game has rules. So for example, one of the games um, we played on Sunday was the game Paper. Mm. And the paper, paper game is how it sounds. A straight scene um, played by the teams. But throughout the game, there are random bits of paper that the audience have written on the ground. And you've got to uh, pick it up and read it and, and then explain why you did it. So the, the better players amongst us, like Luke, will set up a big uh, moment, a big reel. I've got, to, I've got something to say. My grandma's last words were, pick it up, and they'll say something dumb and then justify it. Um, so the audience will give us the paper. Will give us the paper. Um, they also give us the whole setting for the, for the scene. So it might be um, a dispute between neighbours. It might be a reason for friends to fight. It might be something to search for. And the audience will give us that, and that's the entire... The entire scene is based around that scenario mm-hmm. and what the audience have given us, and we just work the game around the audience's suggestions. I mean, as a like reoccurring audience member at improv events, I'm one of those people who will like make my ask for very public, and everyone needs to know it's me. Of course, yeah. Often, I always link to that's the ticket, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they'll be like, "We needed this," and I'll put my hand up, and I'll be like, "That's the ticket with Hannah Mooney." <laughs> um, but then I feel like paper, for example, you can just write something, and no one knows it's you. Like, that's true. You know, it's something for from an audience perspective. It's great because you can be both significant and insignificant, or yeah, for sure. Cognito or incognito. Yeah. You know? There's a little buzz when you're like, hey, that's my line that yeah, they're yeah, reading yeah. out. Yeah, but then if you want to go under the radar, radar you can. You, you can do that, yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's really for everyone, guys. So, you know, get amongst it. But, um, you know, I, I still can't fathom myself how you guys find the fun in putting yourselves under so much pressure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> part of it's trusting other people because you might have a great idea and somebody else has an even greater idea. So part of it's you have to be able to give up your great idea to go with yeah. theirs. Or if they come in as a character and you're like, oh, that's what I was going to do. Now I've got to change it up. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a trust exercise. Yeah. In some way. Like, a, like, a, like a trustful. You're, you're relying on the other people to catch you or to bounce an idea back to yeah. take up what you've put down. Cue everyone being like, do we trust Connor Maxwell? Huh. <laughs> you shouldn't. I, I kid. Yeah. But I think that that's my thing is I'm like, what if I walk on and, you know, I don't have anything to give? But, I mean, this is probably stuff you work through when you're working with people and doing the trainings. Everyone probably comes in with the same worries, gives I, it a go and realises, like, this is actually possible. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's, if you've ever been skydiving... <laughs> First time would, you know, maybe scary, but if you've yeah. done it a hundred times, then you trust the parachute and it's kind of like trusting your brain in that way. You know that your brain will come up with something or there's other team members there yeah. that if you do get stuck, then somebody else is there. But yeah, it's it's trusting 
you know, you're jumping out of the plane for the 150th time, or yeah. you know, you just trust that it's going to be okay. And yeah, there is some risk involved, but I guess the workshops are a safe place to fail. Yeah. Yep. And I think especially for high school, uh, people in high school or anybody else, it's such a valuable thing to be able to fail safely mm. and grow from it without it being in a public place or, you know, you're there to, to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks and develop characters and, yeah. I, I vibe that, and this is why I'm backing Team Luke. Mm. Well, you should, actually. <laughs> Such yeah. a supportive captain. That, that's, like, that, that, um, that's what we, because the captains, I'm not sure if you noticed, um, just from our friendship, Hannah, and um, talking about this over the years, um, the captains are the four tutors for all sorts. Yes. And the four original members, and that was deliberate, because, yeah, the captains, I guess maybe apart from myself, I'm going to do a self-roast here, um, are lifelines. Because every team has a couple of new members or at least mm. less experienced members. Um, and there's going to be at least one person in every team who will save the scene, who yeah. will back you up if you need it. I have a really fond memory of Hot Mess because um, we've talked about there's a great high school scene and there isn't an adult scene. I'm living, living proof of that because I did improv in 2010, 2011 and not again in 2019. Um, because apart from the, the social scene, there was no way into improv combat or into shows you had to know um you had to already be picked already be in it to, to do it mm. and i was fine with that i've been doing shows forever so it didn't bother me but getting back into it we had our first ever practice for hot mess in 2019 and i remember the scene very vividly luke might not because he's been doing this forever <laughs> but it was a scene where myself and maddie c taylor who is um our muso and actually was amazing yeah he actually was in the scene man. um were on a date in the australian outback and Sebastian Byrne was in the scene as well, and Luke was too. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I haven't worked with Luke ever, apart from when he coached me back in 2010. Yeah. Um, and I know Luke's the best at this. And Luke was the last person to come on stage, and he came on stage as a kangaroo. Kangaroo um, waiter. And it was just a moment <laughs> where me, who has done this so long ago, Maddie, who had never actually performed... Luke trusted us to, to control the scene and Luke came in where he was needed. And I was like, man, this is going to be so cool because he's someone you can rely on. So yeah, my money's on team Luke as well. And I'm in a team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I need to stop saying that. Cause I, I don't, I don't want to be too shady um, on Caroline. Cause like back her as a friend of the show. Of course, Benny. Of course. Eh, no, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Love you, Benny. <laughs> um, but I, I am going to break for a song uh, now. Cause Connor was kind enough to uh, bring a track to the show. Mm -hmm. Luke did too, but I'm going to play it later. Um, Luke was like, Kind, say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this is very fitting because it's a it's a song by Queen and David Bowie called "Under Pressure," mm. which is exactly what you guys are going to be um, this coming Sunday. <laughs> yes. So uh, enjoy, team. <laughs> Bye, 
Talking to uh, Connor Maxwell and Luke Hollows about improv combat, which is why I just did some real average improv to, um, you know, get us going again after that um, lovely, very topical song break. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Connor, for bringing that track Welcome. to the show. Um, but guys, we've been talking about, you know, improv combat and a little bit on all sorts, but um, and act- we've covered a lot of ground so far. Mm. But I want to I want to talk about the upcoming, um, the next round. Round is the right mm. word. Yes, round of combat because you guys have just had round one. Yes. And um, correct me if I am wrong, but that was this weekend that's just been, and it was Luke Luke's team versus Caroline's team. Correct. Yes. And then this coming Sunday, it's Benny Madama's team versus Connor Maxwell's that's team. That's correct. Yes. yes. Okay. But you guys are all there. Yeah, um, so one thing I think that's part of, I guess, the co-papa of um, Improv Combat is, one, we want to have audiences. We want to have um, like people who are going to get it and laugh. Um, in, the, in the break, we're talking about um, Cinema Improviser, which Luke and I have been involved with for a long time. And um, most years, if we have a break, we have to explain how the game works again and do a video thing. This is what Improviso is, so people mm. will come along. <laughs> Combat's a lot simpler. We say, 
who's lying and they go ah yeah that's the one um but we want to have an audience who know what to expect so mm. along with the paying audience we have um a lot of our other team members um who aren't playing have come along um so yeah um on sunday a lot of my team and um benny's team were there and this coming sunday a lot of um luke and caroline's teams will be there but on top of that luke myself and evie howell who, who is in caroline's team mm. um are taking turns as judges and um, the judges are going to be, rather than just having, you know, the three judges like in theatre sports and a bit more than the one judge slash host in um, Who's Lines Anyway, the judges um, both decide on the points, which do matter a little bit, but not too much. And they set challenges as well. Okay. So um, I set... Um, um, Caroline Luke's teams, um, the challenges of um, World's Worst, which is a very fun game, and also the challenge of Helping Hands on Sunday, <laughs> which are both, um, yeah, that's a, that's a messy one. Um, and um, so, yeah, the format, I think we briefly talked about it before yeah. the break, but um, each team brings in four games, and we'll have um, four on before the intermission, four after, and we start and end with a judge's challenge. Okay. Um, and um, so, ten games total, and Luke will be coming up with some devious challenges for me and Benny this Sunday, I'm sure. And so, it's running every Sunday into October, and um, oh, kickoff time seven for an eight thirty finish. Okay, yeah, yeah. good to know. Good Might be eight fifteen, but um, yeah, obviously it's improv. We can't know for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's at the Meteor Theatre. Yes. Tickets are fifteen dollars, but you can get like a. Oh, it probably won't be valid because you guys have already played one game, but there oh, was... Oh, it still would be um, because... The season pass thing? Yeah, season pass saves you 30 bucks across the season. So if you've yeah. missed one or two games, you could still... Mm. It, it would still be valid, yeah. Yeah, But okay. it's a massive saving if you do want to see all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also if you don't want to see Connor's team, then, you know, you you'll can get them individually. Yeah. yeah, you'll save so much money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, visit... If you're not driving, um, just type uh, themeteor.co.nz into your nearest internet-connected device um, and get amongst it. Uh, it's guaranteed. There's at least one laugh guaranteed. Oh, you probably so, more. Yeah. But like, I, I, it's a safe <laughs> bet saying we're gonna make you laugh once. Yes, you yes. Know? Um, a good belly laugh, not mm. just a, a a nose exhale. Mm. <laughs> like it's a good one. Um, that's I don't know why, but I just found that so relatable. <laughs> I just the nose exhale is just like me on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like. <laughs> Whereas I love a good belly laugh. Yeah, yeah. I think actually on. Um, Last week's episode, that's the ticket. I was talking about a um, New Zealand Fringe Festival show that I saw in um, Dunedin, and I just, like, I cry laughed, <laughs> like, in an audience. And it, that doesn't hap- happen often. Like, uh, yeah. It you're, was in, in, you're in the dark, eh? And, um, and I think you need every audience. We've got the likes of Mark Houlihan, who was a theatre favourite. He came to Urban Hymns last week. Um, and... Um, people who are going to start the laughter off because a lot of people sit there in the dark and go, "Am I allowed to laugh?" Yeah, and yeah. And you yeah. do the snort, even though you would rather do a belly laugh. And mm. yeah, I think you must be one of those big laughers as well. I yeah, I can do a big laugh. I as I've already alluded to, I quite like being noticed at improv, mm. being like I'm in the audience. I do remember emceeing when you were there and enjoying you being in the audience. Yeah, it's because it's I'm a selfish audience member. I'm like, <laughs> it's about them, but it also needs to be about me. No, I, I'm a big one for yelling Yas Queen from the audience as oh, well. We like the, we like the, um, the support, for sure. Yeah. No, um, you know, I give back, guys. No. <laughs> but um, I want to kind of get into, this might be challenging for you guys, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. 
But like, I want to get into like favorites. So obviously, you guys play a variety of games. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got Ooh, a couple. Yeah. Straight off the bat, okay, Connor. Well, I mean, like, I guess because we're the captains, we had to come up with games that we like to play in this mm. competition. Yeah, and um, so one of my favourites is the game Time Warp. Oh, um, yes. And um, I think either Ross or Luke introduced this to me a few years ago. For us in the cloud, that is. Um, it's a game where, and we'll be playing this um, this coming Sunday, it's a game where the MC or the judge is able to jump around in time, mm. as you'd expect. And usually it starts before some kind of big disaster or big um, event. And um, there's so much comedy in how long things take or how long, um, like, uh, or what changes in between. So, for example, if someone's trying to open up a bottle and then you jump four years in the future and they just open up the bottle, that's really funny. And um, in the other um, the other way, if you're in the middle of a fight and you jump 30 seconds and you're both making up and you've become best friends, what happened in between? Yeah. Um, so it's a game that's really funny in that sense. And I know Luke especially, who will be um, judging on Sunday, is um, really good at picking up which is the best time period to jump to because that's a game where we're almost working with the judge mm. to make sure that we can um, have a good scene. Okay. Because I think part of what makes a good MC is picking up on what the audience is feeling. Mm. So when I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for a moment, I'll be like, that's something interesting that I think we want to find out about. Yeah. So let's time walk back to when you got your first pet tiger. Mm. this is your third, you know, mm. like uh, we want to find a little bit more about the story yeah. so we can jump through time. See, I'm just like, everything's moving so fast. Mm. <laughs> How you can just be like on for that. But I mean, respect and um, appreciate the little bit of MC intel. I feel like I yeah. definitely am getting the inside scoop today. You are. But uh, <laughs> thanks, Connor. <laughs> um, I'm just here to support you and confirm everything you say. <laughs> I'm just here to roast you. Oh, um, yeah. It's good friendship. <laughs> Luke, uh, any favorite games you want to talk about? Uh, I enjoy it's the okay more physical games. Yeah. So there's a game called Slow Motion Commentary, mm. which I'm a big fan of, where two people are talking in real time. Mm. Commentators as if they're commentating a sports event, but it's a mundane household activity that mm. somebody's doing in extreme slow motion, or a a crime has been committed in there, and they're you know you're re- so I'm reenacting the crime in super slow mm. motion. But I'm- that sort of physically challenging and entertaining game I mm. like. I mean, I feel like you'd be quite a good commentator as well. Yes, I'm bringing that up now. <laughs> uh, but before we started the show today, I don't, I can't remember how we got onto it. I think I was like, "Oh, have you done radio before?" And Luke's like, "Oh, I've actually like voiced like infomercials and stuff." And then I asked him to do the voice, and then he did, and it was incredible. And so I'm like, <laughs> "Can we do it on the show?" So I'm going to ask you to do it on the show, Luke. All right, it's one of those. Uh, I'd say this. This is like my infomercial voice. Are you sick and tired of buying 10 different cleaning chemicals? Introducing Easy Clean. That was... It's... I'm, I'm out of a job. I'm out, I'm out of this, <laughs> this... Like, oh, that's beautiful. Because do you ever pull the voice out when you're doing improv? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I imagine it comes in handy, right? Part of the... I guess like sometimes when I'm driving to work, if there was a microphone in my car, you would hear me speaking in a Scottish accent, reading mm. all the street signs or practicing voices yeah. or practicing characters. So I can add them to my library of characters that I can pull out at a moment's notice. That's what are you doing, Connor? 
I, I do, at, I do do that the, actually. The dedication to the craft <laughs> over here. I, I don't do the reading street signs thing, but I do practice voices in the car. Okay. Um, my um, fiance Emily, who's another friend of the show, um, constantly gets um, annoyed with me when I bring out these um, winter parties. <laughs> the, um, the one I do quite often, I'm not going to do it here, is I do all four Beatles uh. um, <laughs> uh, having a conversation. Well, um, <laughs> please. No, no, no. I, my sister and I do. You know the hit musical Lamers. Of course, yeah. Uh, we do the entire one day more. Oh, good. Yeah, so, like, I can also do that. We're essentially in that song. The entire cast of Lamers is doing it, and mm. we will do every single like yeah. person at once. I love doing Javier, um, especially because oh, yes. yeah, the, the Russell Crowe voice very um, almost constipated in the way he sings yes. in the film. I am the law. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to. I do a really good Eddie Redmayne. Oh yeah, I, but I, 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 um, yeah. I'm not going to do that on air. <laughs> oh gosh, I might break for another song because I've got a very important segment um, that I got to get in. Connor, you'll be very familiar Absolutely. with this. Um, Luke, not sure, but I'm going to explain it anyway. It's uh, time for Rick's pick. So yes, yes. Um, every he's getting quite a following, mm, but basically, mm. uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What is she on about?" I have an uncle, Rick. He's a great uncle, great listener of music. Um, I say this often, but he would absolutely kill on the chase if it was just music questions. Mm. <laughs> like, he'd, he'd be the chaser. Um, but when I started That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list, and every week you can play Rick's pick. And every week we have. And um, my latest thing that I always explain is that um, I try to go on theme. And, um, you know, funnily enough, mm. the list does not just have a song titled Improv. No, I was like, Uncle no. Rick, nah. <laughs> um, and so I've gone, because it's every Sunday, I've gone for a song called Lazy Sunday uh, by the band Small Faces. It's a good song, so why, why not? Okay. Yeah. Connor is actually often, um, Connor will message me when yeah, he's listening yeah. to the show and it'll be like, great, pick Uncle Rick. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm like, why are you not messaging me saying great job, Hannah? Why are we going to make it about Uncorrect? Oh, it's, no. it's a given, Hannah. It's a given. <laughs> no, he he deserves all the fame and all the fans. Uh, so, Uncle Rick, um, enjoy this week's pick. It's uh, Lazy Sunday, and we'll be right on back. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to get on with me neighbours? They make it very clear They've got no room for ravers They stop me from grooving They bang on the wall They give me trust And it's no good at all Lazy Sunday afternoon I've got no mind to worry I close my eyes And drift away
The Bells um, from Lazy Sunday, this week's Rick's pick. Uh, yeah, Lazy Sunday. That was actually in the 2012 remaster of mm. that uh, track. Um, great pick as always, Uncle Rick. Um, Connor Maxwell approved, which I don't know if it counts for anything, but there you go. Yeah, you're right. You're taking away from Rick. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, it's been great uh, talking to you guys about improv i feel like i said this after the first song break but i feel like we've covered a lot of ground in a very short amount of time Mm. which i mean i guess is what you guys are good at with improv because again spot question but like the length of games like is there a standard or i guess it depends what you're doing because like how long are you guys out there that's a that's a really interesting question eh? because one thing that we had to explain to the those who had like peaked or last done theatre sports um, before coming into social is, you know, theatre sports is timed. And there are a couple of games in improv that are timed, like Stopwatch, which, Mm. you know, it's in the title. But, um, yeah, we just kind of have an internal clock, I guess. Games tend to be about three to five minutes. Um, And we just feel it because, I guess, if you're growing up with the timing, Mm. you know um, how long it should be. If you're going to look for something, you might check two or three different places and then find, uh, find it and then go back. Mm. Um, and so they tend to be about five minutes. Um, as the judges, Luke, myself, and EB, we're going to have a bell and we'll ding it when we feel like it's wrapping up. Um, it's nice that we don't have a set time because it means we can finish stories. Mm. But yeah, they tend to be about that long because we don't want to overstay our welcome. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as when you guys are performing, does the time go fast or oh, does the time go slowly? Fast. Yeah, it yeah. definitely goes fast. Because that's how I feel about that, the ticket. I'm like, oh my gosh, mm. we're almost over halfway through the show, but it only feels like it's been five minutes. That's true, mm. yeah. But then I guess on the other hand, if you guys have ever had a bad game or a bad kind of scene that you're doing, does, does it feel like it slows down? It does. Yeah. 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 There's certain moments where if it's not going great, it slows to a crawl in, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. in your mind. And it might seem like a gap of three seconds, but it feels like five minutes in your head. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I want to point out that um, Luke mentioned earlier was um, you know, um, social or practice is a good way to um, fail safely. Yes. Yeah. I think improv is also a fun way to fail unsafely in improv combat. Because, I mean, like Benny Martimer, a, a friend of the show and a friend of myself, is one of the judges, one of the, sorry, captains. And he is um, spectacular at failing on stage. 
Uh, he does it a lot. I, mean, I don't mean failing as in not being funny. I mean um, deliberately breaking character or doing doing something and then regretting um, his decision and going, oh, no, no. And um, the audience are here for it because what, there's two things that are really special at improv that um, our audiences seem to like. One of them is, like you said, Hannah, being able to be involved, mm. um, giving a suggestion that, work, that works, going, hey, I did that. I, I made that funny. The other one is um, being in on the joke when it's, when it's very clear that it's improv. Um, in the past with Cinema Improviso, we've um, had people like assume, oh, you must have scripted this because you practice the movie. The movie's always the same. <laughs> but th- then we'll say something and then the, the rest of the cast will laugh. And mm. it's very clear that this has been the first time it's said. And I think when something goes wrong and all the team's like, oh, crap, why did, why did that happen? Um, that makes it even funnier. And it's like a nice moment of, yep, we, we messed up. We won't do that again. And there's something really cool in that. So it doesn't feel scary to me when, when failure happens. That's mm. so great mm. i mean i like as i say even just sitting here talking to you guys i'm an avid watcher of improv but now i'm sitting here being like could i do improv you could do improv I that's think. the whole thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just about giving it a go uh, absolutely the worst that can happen is you will fail and make someone laugh probably mm. like you're always going to get a response yeah. yeah as an audience member watching this sort of stuff when somebody does something so bizarre that you weren't expecting and you see that other person on stage get that look on their face like what the hell are you doing like that's something that i don't know it it tickles me i I really enjoy seeing people i think it's because it's a often it creates a laugh and when you're making when you're genuinely making people laugh that's a very special thing yeah yeah and it's you know despite how funny I am. It is a, it is hard, a hard thing to do. Mm. It is a skill. <laughs> um, no, but I want to take a step back um, from improv. I mean, there's still my feature dash of improv, but I want to ask you guys um, about upcoming projects. Is there anything on the books for uh, either of you guys um, outside of improv combat? Just more improv, eh? Yeah, um, I mean, I've got um, I've got the Manic Monologues coming up. Yeah, and, I was going to um, say, I know you've got something um, else, Connor, <laughs> which is going to be very, very cool. I'm working with um, with Missy Mooney as as um, long time listeners of the show know is one of my favourite actors ever, um, and so that's going to be very cool. Um, and but we have more improv coming. Um, Pip Smith, um, oh, th- this has been announced, right? I'm not sure. This is the first time hearing about it. Oh, but we'll, we'll, um, I mean, if, you, if you want to not, okay. if you want to um, not talk about it, that's okay. I'm, I'm, be a I'm little right. bit vague. Yeah, a little vague. Um, just, just a, an old, <laughs> I an love old, this. Um, I'm getting the tea on TTT. Yeah, I would say that an old improv friend of ours, um, who uh, actually got me into things like Cinema Improviso, is coming back up to Hamilton um, to do a couple of things, and um, those will be coming up in November, end of October. I think. Yeah, because um, when when does um, improv combat finish out? It's twenty second of twenty second of yeah. October. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and, geez, so um, you 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 got a like about over a month to go, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's six games, but um, yeah, we do have a break in the middle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's gonna be cool, I think, because we'll practice and play in between, mm. which will be nice. Awesome. And um, in regards to all sorts, yes. Um, any updates on that that you want to talk about? Re like people joining up or anything like that. Anything you want to plug or no? Nah? We could do yeah. So um, we've got our two um, our two I guess social um, all sorts trainings. So we have the high school one, which we're we, I was calling the small sorts, and then Luke pointed out that the kids are the same height as him, so we can't taller, do that anymore. They're taller than me. It's, again, <laughs> it's radio. No one can see how tall Luke but is. Come along to the performance, and yeah. I'm, I'm not a tall man. I'm fine with that, but. 
Small sorts didn't seem appropriate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And certainly the energy from these kids is not small. No. 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 Yeah. Um, I say kids, but then. Yeah, the teenagers. Young adults. Yeah. Teenagers. Yeah. Adolescents. So those sessions are every fortnight, and they are. The most recent one was last week, so on the 3rd. So our next one will be the 17th, I believe. Um, 2 till um, 4.30 at the Meteor. Um, and then our social one, which we're still going to run social alongside um, uh, combat. Those are. We'll change the time slightly because of um, combat, but those yeah. are usually 6.30 to 8.30 um, on the alternating fortnight. Oh, right. But what we'll do, um, we'll, we'll post when the next one's going to be so that we can still have a social and then run downstairs and get into our next show because that's going to be this coming Sunday will be both social and also improv combat. Okay, yeah. no rest for the weekend. No, no, it's all we do now. <laughs> Busy Sunday. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I might break into uh, my last segment, uh, second to last segment on That's the Ticket, which is uh, upcoming events where I just talk about things that are coming up. Feel free to interject. Uh, but in no particular order, Improv Combat is uh, back. The next match is set for uh, the 10th of September and uh, may feature some familiar faces from That's the Ticket. <clears throat> Luke, Connor, Caroline, Benny, <laughs> uh, everyone else. Uh, more info and tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz, so get amongst it. And uh, actually on the topic of the Meteor, Carving in a Nice, uh, in from uh, the 19th to the 23rd of September, with the Manning Monologues featuring Connor Maxwell. Um, <laughs> full uh, details and tickets are at themeteor.co.nz and uh, stay tuned as I will be catching up with some of the cast um, from the Manning Monologues on uh, That's the Ticket soon. So uh, keep an ear out, team. And then over at Clarence Street Theatre, school holiday fun is kicking off with the Cat in the Hat. That's running on the uh, 15th and 16th of September. To find out more and your tickets, go to ticketech.co.nz. And then uh, now to the Beyond section of uh, TTT. Morrinsville Theatre have uh, recently opened up ticket sales for their October season of Legally Blonde, the musical. Visit uh, iTicket to grab your ticket. But as I say, just a little list. If I was going to do a definitive list, that would be a whole episode of me just saying how much is on because there's just so much on. And um, now I'm at my kind of last segment, which is a new segment. I debuted it last week for episode 152. Uh, with friend of the show, uh, Bob, a.k.a. Christina Rayner. But, um, <laughs> you know, we've spent the last almost uh, hour getting the tea from mm-hmm. you guys on TTT. So now I want to ask you, how do you take your tea? Hmm, that's a good question. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I, I'm a coffee person. Ooh. But, um, yeah, yeah, coffee, energy drinks, that kind of stuff, I'm, I'm toxic. Um, <laughs> he, so, he's, he's glowing in the dark, guys. Yeah, so I'm... Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't take tea with milk when I, when I do have it. Mm. And I'm really into the herbal kind of teas because if I'm going to have a tea as a choice of drink, it's usually because my throat is scratchy or because I want to go to sleep. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess uh, herbal tea, no milk, and usually over the recommendation of brewing because I just really like that flavor. Bag yeah. in or bag out? Bag out, but, but in, in for longer than usual. Okay. Yeah. All right. Luke? Might be the only person to ever say this, but uh, no tea, no coffee... Uh, don't really do energy drinks mm. either. So can I ask you what you drink? Or is it just water? Pretty much just water. How do you take your water? Just out the tap? Ice cold? Like, I can drink it <laughs> out the tap. Like, I'm, I'm pretty easy, but... But the, that is a first. I mean, I'll have a, a Coke or a Coke, you know, Zero Sugar or something like that every now and again. We've got them in the fridge at work, so. I do love a Coke Zero Sugar. Mm. Yeah. Um... 
Interesting on the water thing though. Um, one of my colleagues at work, she'll drink like hot or warm water. Uh, I vibe it. I'm act- I'm I'm slowly getting into it. Little something in it, like like honey and lemon. No, you no, know, she'll like, just do warm water, and mm-hmm. then I think someone else. I think Missy was talking to me about it. It's like yeah, it makes sense because it's warm. Because the inside of your body that, is yeah. not cold. Yeah. So I if have you heard that, that in yeah. terms of like being able to absorb or yeah. for it to do whatever it needs to do, like drinking water that isn't ice cold is actually yeah. better. Be better. And I, I mean, still like the taste of warm water on its own. You know, it tastes it, it feels, different. It, it just it doesn't. The water itself doesn't taste different, but it feels like it is not what it should be. Like your mouth is expecting water to be a certain way, and then it is not that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually. Uh, my sister also gives me shade for I'll be classic like if I'm going to bed and I need to fill up my water bottle, the kitchen feels too far away, so I'll go fill it up from the bathroom. No, sink. I, I get that entirely. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. No yeah. judgment here. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, it's not toilet water. Like it's it's, it's from the same pipes. Yeah. But I, I feel like some people get the ick from that. Um, phone in, don't phone in. Um, <laughs> with your opinions, okay. So Connor's on the herbal tea, mm-hmm. Luke is on the zero tea. Um, that was kind of tea-related tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. And um, thank you for your time today, guys. I appreciate, um, you know, having a chat. Luke, it, it's been far too long. It has. Um, it I'm, has. Re- I'm really glad that we, we managed to, to, to get you here at episode 153. <laughs> and um, I wish you all the uh, broken legs for the combat rounds mm, ahead. Thank you. Because you know, I'm I'm rooting for you, Luke. Basically, I'm rooting for every team except Connor. Well, That's I'm still fair. rooting for the members of Connor's team, but specifically not Connor. We as had a, a, um, a chat at the last social about um, uh, um, about you know the competition and how how it might go, um, and I made a joke about um, well, you guys are on my team, so of course you're not going to win. And a few of them were like, "What? What do you mean?" It's like. You, you're in the Conor Maxwell team. I mean, it's it's <laughs> no. the, the audience are against us. We're the underdog, but yeah. not not on the good side. Everyone loves an underdog, and I mean, there's there's still time. We're still pretty early early on, so it's still anyone's game. Yeah, right? no points on the board yet for Benny and I. So we we get in there. We we, we can rack up. Okay. Yeah. All As right. a judge, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, he will. <laughs> he will. Literally. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, stay tuned. Um, get along to Improv Combat and. Um, to end the show, um, I'm going to play a track that Luke brought along. And I do want to ask you why you picked this. Because it's called 100 Bad Days. And hearing you talk about improv, it doesn't <laughs> sound like you've had a bad day when you've been doing mm-hmm. improv, Luke. The song is about being able to take all the bad things that have happened and use them as interesting stories at parties. Uh, so turning negative things. And a lot of being funny is watching things that have gone wrong or or gone wrong slightly and exaggerating them because it's relatable. Mm. So certainly I pull from funny things that I've seen happen or things that have happened to myself where at the time they were not funny, Mm. but I can laugh at them now and I can share those with other people to, uh, I don't know, you put manure in the garden and beautiful things grow from it. So that sort of sentiment. See, that's a lovely way to end the show. Connor, why couldn't you say something like that? <laughs> you know me, Hannah. I'm he wrote it for that. me word for word, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
Like improv, we have scripts. So. <laughs> yeah. So Connor rocks up with under pressure, and then Luke rocks up with a lovely metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that isn't a metaphor for this dynamic, I told you, <laughs> I, it, it's the energy drinks I drink. It's the toxins. Yeah. You know? I'm doing this to myself. Oh well, keep making um, beautiful things out of um, hard times, Luke. Yeah, we will. Well, that's that's improv. Yeah. yeah, keep it up. Yeah, thanks again to my lovely guests and uh, to all my lovely listeners. Uh, you know I'll be back next week. So until then, matiwa etifano. Remember when we all had fun? I ended up with two broke thumbs. Oh my god, I felt so dumb. Lucky me. Made a hundred good stories A hundred good stories Make me interesting at parties interesting at parties.
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.